Chapter three forty three. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. How Pantagruel excuseth Bridal Goose in the matter of sentencing actions of law by the chance of the dice. With this, Bridal Goose held his peace, whereupon Trinquemel bid him withdraw from the court, which accordingly was done, and then directed his discourse to Pantagruel after this manner it is fitting most illustrious prince not only by reason of the deep obligations wherein this present parliament together with the whole marquisate of Maralings, stand bound to your royal highness for the innumerable benefits which as effects of mere grace they have received from your incomparable bounty but for that excellent wit also prime judgment and admirable learning wherewith almighty god the giver of all good things hath most richly qualified and endowed you we tender and present unto you the decision of this new strange and paradoxical case of bridal goose who in your presence to your both hearing and seeing hath plainly confessed his final judging and determinating of suits of law by the mere chance and fortune of the dice therefore do we beseech you that you may be pleased to give sentence therein as unto you shall seem most just and equitable to this pantagruel answered gentlemen it is not unknown to you how my condition is somewhat remote from the profession of deciding law controversies yet seeing you are pleased to do me the honour to put that task upon me instead of undergoing the office of a judge i will become your humble supplicant i observe gentlemen in this bridal goose several things which induce me to represent before you that it is my opinion he should be pardoned in the first place his old age secondly his simplicity to both which qualities our statute and common laws civil and municipal together allow many excuses for any slips or escapes which through the invincible imperfection of either have been inconsiderately stumbled upon by a person so qualified thirdly gentlemen i must needs display before you another case which inequity and justice maketh much for the advantage of bridal goose to wit that this one sole and single fault of his ought to be quite forgotten abolished and swallowed up by that immense and vast ocean of just dooms and sentences which heretofore he hath given and pronounced his demeanours for these forty years and upwards that he hath been a judge having been so evenly balanced in the scales of uprightness that envy itself till now could not have been so impudent as to accuse and twit him with any act worthy of a check or reprehension as if a drop of the sea were thrown into the loire none could perceive or say that by this single drop the whole river should be salt and brackish truly it seemeth unto me that in the whole series of bridal goose's juridical decrees there hath been i know not what of extraordinary savouring of the unspeakable benignity of god that all those in his preceding sentences awards and judgments have been confirmed and approved of by yourselves in this your own venerable and sovereign court for it is usual as you know well with him whose ways are inscrutable to manifest his own ineffable glory in blunting the perspicacy of the eyes of the wise in weakening the strength of potent oppressors and depressing the pride of rich extortioners and in erecting comforting 
protecting supporting upholding and shoring up the poor feeble humble silly and foolish ones of the earth but waiving all these matters i shall only beseech you not by the obligations which you pretend to owe to my family for which i thank you but for that constant and unfeigned love and affection which you have always found in me both on this and on the other side of loire for the maintenance and establishment of your places offices and dignities that for this one time you would pardon and forgive him upon these two conditions first that he satisfy or put out sufficient surety for the satisfaction of the party wronged by the injustice of the sentence in question for the fulfilment of this article i will provide sufficiently and secondly that for his subsidiary aid in the weighty charge of administering justice you would be pleased to appoint and assign unto him some pretty little virtuous counsellor younger learneder and wiser than he by the square and rule of whose advice he may regulate guide temper and moderate in times coming all his judiciary procedures for otherwise if you intend totally to depose him from his office and to deprive him altogether of the state and dignity of a judge i shall cordially entreat you to make a present and free gift of him to me who shall find in my kingdom's charges and employments enough wherewith to embusy him for the bettering of his own fortunes and furtherance of my service in the meantime i implore the creator saviour and sanctifier of all good things in his grace mercy and kindness to preserve you all now and evermore world without end these words thus spoken pantagruel veiling his cap and making a leg with such a majestic garb as became a person of his paramount degree and eminency farewelled trincomel the president and master speaker of the marlingesian parliament took his leave of the whole court and went out of the chamber at the door where of finding panurge epistemon friar john and others he forthwith attended by them walked to the outer gate where all of them immediately took horse to return towards gargantua pantagruel by the way related to them from point to point the manner of brighter goose's sententiating differences at law friar john said that he had seen peter dandin and was acquainted with him at that time when he sojourned in the monastery of fontaine le camp under the noble abbot ardillon gymnast likewise affirmed that he was in the tent of the grand christian cavalier de crecy when the gascon after his sleep made answer to the adventurer banerge was somewhat incredulous in the matter of believing that it was morally possible bridal goose should have been for such a long space of time so continually fortunate in that aleatory way of deciding law debates pistamon said to pantagruel such another story not much unlike to that in all the circumstances thereof is vulgarly reported of the provost of montherie in good sooth such a perpetuity of good luck is to be wondered at to have hit right twice or thrice in a judgment so given by haphazard might have fallen out well enough especially in controversies that were ambiguous intricate abstruse perplexed and obscure End of chapter three forty three